0: I'm your host, B. Jade, and welcome to another episode of Jaded Thoughts, your bi weekly microdose of perspective on life, specifically blackness, womanhood, love, personal relationships, personal growth, and finding yourself. If you haven't already, check out episode four, which was called What is a Free Pass? where I gave my unpopular opinion on free passes in long-term relationships and I provided what I believe to be a valid justification of why we should normalize them. Today, I'm going to talk about consent. And before I say anything else, I do want to give a trigger warning because sexual assault will be referenced in this episode. As far as consent, I'm going to talk about what it is, what it isn't, and how to realistically put it into practice because let's be real. I've been, in the moment, quote-unquote, or about to get some, a few times in my life, and I'd be lying if I said that there was anything sexy about the question, can we have sex, in the middle of foreplay. Now, that might be because I'm just an awkward being by nature, or it could be because it actually is unsexy. But either way, we know that sex without consent is rape, but very few of us know how to incorporate consent without messing up the mood and therefore assumptions, sometimes incorrect ones, tend to be made. I want to talk about consent because April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month and the concept of consent is literally the determining factor when it comes to whether or not something can be considered sexual assault or not. And an issue that I keep seeing is that we, in general, can't seem to agree on what classifies as consent and what doesn't. Some examples include the belief that the absence of no means yes, the belief that because you agreed to it in the past means that it forever applies, or my my personal favorite, you knew what you are pulling up for. Even though we're taught about rape and other forms of sexual assault when we're younger, we're not taught what consent is supposed to look like other than the words yes and no, and we're also not taught that sexual assault doesn't always involve hysteria or result in visible scratches and bruises. So if the presence of the words yes or no and whether or not the other person physically fights back are all that you're looking for, the absence of those leaves excessive amounts of room for misinterpretation. And my goal is to get us all on the same page in an attempt to decrease the amount of problematic sexual encounters and sexual assault situations that result from inadequate consent. So what is consent? I like how Planned Parenthood defined it, which is actively agreeing to be sexual with someone and letting them know that sex is wanted. They also emphasize that consent can be withdrawn at any time that it can't be coerced or compelled by force, threat, deception, or intimidation, that it can't be given by someone who's incapacitated, and let me define that real quick. It's the inability to understand the facts, nature, extent, or implications of the situation at hand due to drugs, alcohol, a mental disability, being asleep or unconscious, or being underaged. And it also cannot be assumed based on silence, the absence of no or stop, the existence of a prior or current relationship, or prior sexual activity. Now, I don't know about y'all, but none of this was explained to me when I was young. Shout out to the college I graduated from, by the way. Um, It wasn't until I transferred there in 2017 that I was given a definition of consent even remotely close to the one that Planned Parenthood provides. The broad and unclear definition of consent that's typically given will actually have people questioning whether or not they've really been sexually assaulted. For example, my limited understanding of consent several years ago had me thinking for a long time that an experience I had couldn't or shouldn't be counted as rape because despite the negative feelings I had after it occurred and the fact that I was both unconscious and incapable of giving consent, I hadn't been physically harmed I hadn't articulated the word no, and it was someone that I considered having a sexual relationship with in the future. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but the possibility of future consent does not count as consent in the present. Let me say that again. The possibility of future consent does not count as consent in the present. So how do we realistically and effectively incorporate consent into our sexual relationships? Well, I'll start with how to get it. Shout out to Daddy Bay. That's what we're going to call the guy that I talked to who had the kids with an S. Um, He's Daddy Bay. But before engaging in sexual acts, he would always ask, can I have you? And I was originally taken aback by that because nobody had ever asked me for consent in that way before. So y'all can try that way. Or another way is that you can check in with your partner during sex or sexual activity. Like you can ask if they want to keep going or if you should do something differently. I would say that maybe not too frequently, but I guess asking too much is better than you know not asking enough. So do what feels okay to you. Just make sure you're doing it. You can also be attentive to nonverbal cues like body language or lack of reciprocation. And please, try and refrain from having sex with people who are intoxicated. And to clarify, we all know that slutting Bay out after a drunk night is always fun and ideal, but there's a difference between being drunk and being fucked up. If you or your partner can't walk or move without the assistance of others or without running into shit, take y'all's asses to sleep and get some tomorrow. The sex will be there tomorrow. Now, how you can give it, yes always works, like the word yes always works. Or you could use affirmative phrases like that's good or keep going. Nonverbal ways also work, but they can also be misunderstood or ignored. So nonverbal cues should really be accompanied by words if possible. And I want to remind y'all that you can change your mind after giving consent. You may originally say yes and then find that the experience is turning out to be uncomfortable, painful, or or unenjoyable. Or you may just not feel like doing it anymore. And that's okay. So when it comes to withdrawing consent, words like no, stop, or phrases such as, I don't want to, can we chill? I need to think about it, or can we talk about it later? Those all work. Physical cues are also an option, like stopping or moving your partner's hand or pushing them away. And while you would think that would be obvious, it's always helpful to use words if you can. Some things I want to make sure to emphasize include, one, consent may not always be sexy, but it's necessary. There are different ways to get it and give it, but what's most important is that it's there. Second is that silence and unresponsiveness is not consent. The absence of no is never yes. Third, signs of arousal do not equate consent. Just because someone seems to be enjoying it or appears to be stimulated, that doesn't mean consent has been given. You will never again hear me reference Robert Kelly or any of his music on any platform of mine, but it doesn't matter if their body is saying yes because if they're saying no or their actions are saying no, it's a no. And lastly, Consent isn't a one-time thing and it's not set in stone. You can change your mind at any time and you don't have to explain yourself if you don't want to. Nobody is entitled to your consent. I know today's topic was a bit heavy and I'd love to hear and read your thoughts surrounding it. So you can send me an email to jadedthoughtspod at gmail.com. And to anyone who has experienced rape or any form of sexual assault, I send you love and healing and all the good energy. And if you need guidance in moving forward, the National Sexual Assault Hotline is available 24 hours a day at 1-800-656-4673. That is 1-800-656-4673. I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of Jaded Thoughts. And if you aren't doing so already, follow me on Instagram at thebjade, where you can participate in polls on topics that will be covered on here and where you'll also be able to see and hear sneak peeks of upcoming episodes. And I will be creating a separate Instagram page for all things Jaded Thoughts very soon. So once I do that, I'll post that on my personal page as well. And don't forget that I'm accepting topic suggestions and you can email those to me as well. Just put topic suggestion in the subject field. If you'd like to hear more from me, make sure to subscribe to this show on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you'd like to further show your support, feel free to share, rate and review. Just please keep any and all negativity to yourselves. And if you don't have anything kind to say, kindly keep that shit to yourself. Until next time, much love and I'll talk to y'all soon.